0: The story today of the time I tried to almost single-handedly start a rivalry between two national Dirt Lay model tours, plus news from Col the ASCS, and more. Let's go. It's Thursday, March 2nd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm going to start today's show off with story time. If you aren't aware, I worked for World Racing Group from 2013 to 2020, uh, World Racing Group being the parent company of the World of Outlaws and Dirt Car and all of the other various associated things. I got hired to do website stuff and ended up doing all sorts of other things as well. We did social media and podcasting. I did photography and, you know, kind of various other shenanigans. Some of my work, even three years later, is still very much a part of the WRG landscape, like the Dirt Car Point System. On the social media front though, I feel like we really pushed things forward for both the company and the industry, and I'm still proud of what we accomplished today. We pushed boundaries often, and and by we, I mean myself, my brother Aaron, who was a PR guy for the series for a long time, Video Guy Ross, and some of our other folks. And sometimes pushing those boundaries ran us afoul with people in our own building and folks elsewhere. One of the things I always wanted to do was create a real rivalry between the world of Outlaws and Lucas. There have been a lot of instances where the two series have tried to pretend like the other doesn't exist, and I always thought it would be way more fun if you know both sides accepted each other, played off of each other, and, and created something out of it. Think about like the outlaws versus the posse on the sprint car side, but instead with late models and Lucas. Quit with the charade and just really embrace the fact that drivers are going to race on both sides no matter what happens, and they're going to do it regularly, and use it to have fun and create stories. I don't think the boss people really agreed with me, but as I've been known to do at various points in my life, I went ahead on my own and tried anyway. I remember one specific instance where I think it was Mike Marler was a full-timer with the Outlaws, but was pictured in the Lucas Twitter header photo. I used the Outlaw late model Twitter account to point this out in a really snarky way, and the Lucas social folks were pretty quick to make a change and also not respond to my tweet. And this was one of many instances, another being when me and Ross posted the video of Josh Richards' head photoshopped into a scene from old school when he left Rocket and went Lucas Racing with Best. I heard through the grapevine that the people at Lucas didn't really appreciate my approach, they were not going to play along, and I eventually quit trying. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure the outlaw officials weren't really thrilled about what I was doing either. I probably went about it the wrong way, but I still think my idea was correct, and I'm telling you all of this to make a point. If you want people to buy into what you are doing in racing, you've got to give them a reason to. Drive to Survive for F1 on Netflix has been huge because it's allowed to peop- allowed people to buy in, see the drama, watch the story behind the scenes. The Knoxville Nationals are huge because it's a week-long festival of sprint car racing that pays a crap ton of money to win. They built it into the biggest event in dirt racing. Eldora has become almost mythical because of their commitment to big events and building the legend of Earl Baltus. And we're at a point where it can't just be about big to win amounts anymore. A lot of shows pay $50,000 to the winner. Why is yours any different? I'm going to talk in a little bit later on in today's show about the USMTS and the lack of coverage that continues uh, to exist around it. But if you don't care enough about your drivers to cover them, why should I? As we're critical about the promotion of the sport in various places and racetracks making poor decisions, this is an area that lacks across the entire industry. Give me a reason to care. Tell me the story. Who should I be watching and why? A 30-second highlight reel of crashes and a guy with a deep voice yelling at me does not count as marketing and promotion anymore. The old-school and get-off-my-lawn crowd can rail against this idea all they want, but it doesn't change the fact that the fan base is getting older and new fans aren't coming in with your old ways of thinking. Don't tell me that your track isn't Eldora or that your Friday night shows aren't the Knoxville Nationals. Instead, work towards making your track the Eldora of your area or of your state. Take cues from the big events and other sports to find ways to make your Friday night shows feel bigger. Make the drivers into heroes. We're at a time where we need boundaries pushed. We need creative thinking. We need innovation. Not shouting at the rain and heads in the sand. Uh, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk today. Uh, Before we move on, we have crossed 3 million total views on this YouTube channel. That is absolutely incredible. I shared on Twitter last night that it took 29 months to get the first million views. It then took five and a half months for the second, and then three months for the third. The growth continues to be huge, so thank you guys for that. And we are approaching 15,000 subscribers. So if you don't already, hit that button to help us get to that 15K number. It helps out the channel, ensures you won't miss any future episodes. On to some news items and some other happenings. One of the young sprint car drivers on his way up right now, I think folks should be paying attention to, is Cole Macedo. His name has come up plenty on the show before and his schedule is expanding the season as tarleton will take their operation on the road for a much larger national slate tarleton has been very much a california based team now they're bringing in macedo and going to run a lot of national shows this year macedo had planned on filling those other gaps in his schedule with the ray brooks 18 in ohio which he'd driven in recent seasons but a while back that team decided to close up shop and they've liquidated everything Since then, though, Macedo has picked up other rides to fill the time. He'll run something like nine races for Home Pro Racing around Ohio, sharing that ride with Ryan Rule and Blake Hahn. Hahn will get 10 shows with Rule in for the rest. Macedo won in this car during the 360 shows uh, a few weeks ago at East Bay. That's actually what's on the screen right here. And just yesterday, we found out that the Rich Farmer uh, car, the number 29 machine, will field Macedo uh, for at least some schedule uh, with support from the lenders and Ray Brooks. Cole has won plenty around Ohio. I think he's going to be a factor this season in in these rides as he runs some of that local stuff. And and with Tarleton having Drew Warner on the wrenches, I think that pairing could make some noise on the national scene. So pay attention to Cole Macedo this season. And since I mentioned Blake Hahn here, we know he isn't planning on defending his ASCS championship this year. But I did want to mention some ASCS full-timers. The series has shared uh, in recent days that Matt Covington and Brandon Anderson will chase the title in 2023, and I'm sure that list will grow in the coming days as we approach their first weekend of the season. Covington is a guy that could win that ASCS title, especially if he can return to the form he had in 2021, where he picked up four wins and had an average finish of 7.3. That first race weekend of the season is coming up March 17th and 18th at Devil's Bowl. All right, I mentioned this before. The 2023 season for the USMTS Modifieds was supposed to get underway tonight at Rocket Raceway Park in Texas, but weather has thrown them a curveball. So Thursday and Friday at Rocket are off. Saturday will go on as planned, and then they've added a show for Sunday. Also on the card for the weekend are USRA Stock Cars, Limited Mods, Factory Stock, and Eco Mods. Saturday race ten thousand to win. Sunday five thousand to win. As for the season championship, things should be a little more wide open this year with defending champion Dustin Sorensen not running full-time. Remember, he's taken over that 28 late model from the retiring Jimmy Mars and will not run full-time with the USMTS. We'll still see him from time to time, and I actually think he's coming this weekend, but he won't be at every race. And from there, I'm not sure what the plans are for the rest of the full-time field as there's no coverage anywhere. Obviously, I talked about this earlier. Uh, not from the series itself and not from anyone else. It's funny as I sit here too, working on today's show, I talked about this series almost exactly one year ago to the day. I did a video on March 3rd, 2022, where I dove into the Modifieds and wondered why people didn't pay more attention here. And a year later, nothing has really changed. The series will again pay nice money. They've got a regular streaming deal on one of the smaller providers, but they continue to get little coverage anywhere else. And it seems like they're okay with the status quo. Like I said a moment ago, I have no idea who's running full-time. The USMTS had 16 drivers attempt all 38 shows a year ago, so I'd I'd assume we'd be in that neighborhood again. I'm kind of making guesses based on last season. With Sorensen out, that would make way for guys like Tanner Mullins and Terry Phillips, Derek Ramirez, Rodney Sanders. Ramirez won the title in 2021. Sanders has got four championships. And the other two in Mullins and Phillips are looking for their first. And looking at my race pass right now, they've got 22 cars pre-entered for the weekend, but that field will end up being much larger than that. Uh, Names on that list right now include YouTuber Chase Holland, regular UMP competitor, Will Krupp, Jake O'Neill, who won a bunch of races a year ago, and some others. And a side note here, if you haven't checked out Chase Holland, I did add his channel to the channel section at youtube.com slash dirt tracker. He's built up a very nice following for his career. If you want to check out the action this weekend rocket is located about 100 miles north and east of dallas i'm sure they'd love to see you there or you can watch it live over on Racing dirt speaking of that streaming schedule there are three shows on it for today uh, flow racing has super stocks from huntley down under and flow 24 7 there is also dirt vision now to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch visit dirttrackercom tracker.com watch tonight hope you guys have a good thursday out there we'll be right back here tomorrow for more